I'm Aaron Goldschmidt. I'm Francesco Sedita. And we're Queens of the Roundtable. Hi again. Hi. This is like a lost episode 4.5. We just wanted to like try out just a riff, right? Just We're just riffing, man. I'm riffing. We're really I'm riffing. Lo- we're really loosey-goosey, apple juicy. We are. <laughs> we are. It's 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 Monday night. Ugh. It's nine fifty one. We're a couple of martinis in. Yeah, and a bottle of wine. Oh, I was looking to I was looking to share that. Oh, and a bottle of wine. So listen, I just this isn't a real episode, so I I don't need to get too deep. I really just want to know what you're watching. What's going on with your TV viewing? Uh, my TV viewing is a tough thing. Because my husband and I agree on very little. And that is a big part of our relationship. So... And going to be a big part of your divorce. Doug is, <laughs> is CNN and MSNBC. He's like my mother. Always. It's on and it's just happening. He's like my mom. But then he decides to lean into a, pro- a project, a show. A show and is he, a project. And he goes into it. Game of Thrones for Doug happened from January of this year, the entire seasons, until now. He's caught so up now. So now he's watching He's watching live. Because he's watched all seven seasons since January? Since January. Wow. And I tried again. No, not for me. And I just, it, it didn't work for me. It's so for he's me. into it, and he's great. Last night, he watched that big episode where the mother of dragons killed everybody. I don't know. And I was in the other bedroom... And I was watching Fosse Verdon. And I love it. I love it. So I started slow on it. And we watched the first, Doug and I watched the first one or two together. And we were both like, it's good, but. But there's something going on that I knew was good. And now I'm four or five in. And I got to tell you, it's was, good. I was talking about this with Mike the other night. Because I, I as a general rule in my life, will watch and support anything Ryan Murphy makes for a lot of reasons. But this isn't Ryan Murphy. This is Ryan Murphy. This is Ryan Murphy. It is Ryan Murphy. Are you sure? It's like the assassination of Johnny Versace, Fosse Verdon. Oh, it is. It's like, it's one of his... I knew that. ...shows. 100%? No, you're right. If you, if you think that, you're right. No, it is. This is like his thing. Okay. So, the reason that... that the reason that I wanted to start watching it is because... I, I don't think this is Ryan Murphy. I just, I'm going to just stop us as you're Googling it. I don't think so. I think it, it looks and feels and smells <gasps> like a Ryan Murphy, but it's not. Wait, is it? Wait, hold on. It's not. It's a different kind of thing. This is on FX. This is well, a very been, different thing. Right, but he's been on the FXs too. Wait, it is. Hold on. I have... Now I'm now I'm embarrassed. Lynn Manuel Miranda yes, is an exec producer. It's Lynn, as we call him, Lynn. Okay, you know what? It's no Ryan Murphy. I, so I retract everything. I think, though, to be fair, it's in the style of. Okay. It's in the style of feud. It, it, it is. I thought it was. I thought it was like Ryan Murphy's new feud. It's not. Okay, fine, which is probably why I didn't like it as much as other Ryan Murphy Agreed, I understand. However. 
It's missing a little bit of a gay... Michelle Williams. ...is amazing. But Sam Rockwell's amazing. And I've heard, like, in episode three or four, there's a dance number that's insane. Michelle Williams. Yes. She's amazing. She's a gift. And the only thing you can think about when you watch it is, I would love to have been friends with Gwen Verdon. She was fucked up and all the things, as we all are, but she was caring and love, loving and brilliant and like, yeah, and, and a mess. And she made a lot of mistakes, but her love of people and humanity and creation is so clear from our dear Michelle Williams. Like, transformation is not even the right word. You know, Ryan Murphy or not, the reason I thought it was Ryan Murphy is because I've always felt that Ryan Murphy has explored these sort of like queer stories. So, totally. so Ryan Murphy or not, the reason why I think Fosse Verdon is so important is because here is this kind of weird story of people that were involved in musical theater. Right. And like, it, it's a story for the times. It's like, it's a story that we can all kind of like tap into somehow the first two episodes, I was like, okay. So I'm not not watching it. I'm collecting them on my DVR. I think it's binger. It's a binger And I'm going like, to binge it. However, after I kind of became disenchanted, there was a lot of buzz about like right. dance numbers and stuff. And I will say, I, I, I love Michelle Williams, and I have for a long time. And I really love Sam Rockwell. And... I want to watch it. I guess now that I know that it really isn't Ryan Murphy, and I really thought it was, I, I understand why I wasn't like pulled in. Because if it was Ryan Murphy, the very first episode, he probably would have been like, "Shit!" But like, it, it was a slow build. Yes, but but I think that's a that's a good thing about it, that it's not that kind of like big build. It's it's very like this relationship was very difficult and complicated. Um, and so, it allows space for that relationship in a way that Ryan Murphy sort of doesn't. Right. Well, I appreciate that, and I am going to finish watching it. A weird show that you and I both love, that we both just binged, I hope you finished it. I watched it in one week about the OA. Yes, I finished it. America, or 11 listeners, does anybody watch the OA? But it took like two years for them to come out with the second season, but... But when you see it, you know why. Oh, my God. Season two, it's a totally different journey. There's totally. another thing going on. And when they brought in, like, the original crew, like, episode two or three... I was upset. I was, I was bored. But I was also kind of like, wait, who are they? Right. But then... But then it, When you oh, connect the dots... Oh, gosh. Oh. Uh, what, what's her name? What's her Russian Brit, name? But, oh, her, her Russian, Russian name. is like... Natalia Smatankla. Oh my God! But Britt Marning or whatever her name is, that girl. She's a genius. A genius, and I've seen a couple of her weird movies. She's done. yes. Someone at work just said to watch one of them. I can't remember. And I, that's the one I watched. I won't remember the name. I mean, Amazing. The thing about that show is that the first season is so daring and so odd and weird, and the fact that it brings in modern dance, like super modern dance to actually propel them to a different place was so touching and moving to Which me. Which reminds me of Oklahoma. During right. The, during the, the exactly. new version of Oklahoma exactly. they have that modern dance break now. But wait, let's get to Oklahoma in a second. But the thing is, is that in, in the second season, yes, that plays a part. 
and I don't want no spoiler alerts, but when like the machines come out and do the thing, what wow. the hell? What? Right. What? What? It's and it's weird because I really enjoy shows that are like a little like science fictiony weird, and that's not always your genre. So I've been surprised no, that you not at all. Not that at you all. like that show because I I like a show that that sort of tackles like this weird future science fictiony. But the heartbeat of that show is like humanity and like connection. It is, and so the science fiction part of it. Like, I'm good. I get it. I dial into it. It's easy enough for me to understand. I don't want to think so hard. I don't like thinking so hard sometimes. Well, that's like Westworld. Like, Westworld made I me never think. watched it. Well, I did, but it made me think so hard that it hurt. Um, I spoke about in our podca- in our most recent podcast about Christina Applegate and, yeah. and Dead to Me, and I just binge-watched that. And I have to tell you... It has been one of the most exciting and refreshing things I've watched in so long. Not, not just because Christina Applegate is the one, because Lisa Car- Linda Cardinelli, Linda Cardellini is so amazing, but their dynamic together, both of them separately are amazing. For me, Christina Applegate's like more amazing. But them together, it's so rare that you get this like team on screen that's so good so I really recommend that you watch that soon yeah I will it's I will. good and it's like it's like a long lazy weekend it's ten half hour episodes so it's like five hours of viewing you know the other thing we're watching right now me and Doug is Shit's Creek I've heard I've seen a couple so but... I had watched one or two with Doug when it first came out and it was like oh it's good and then we never kind of kept going and then everyone has said keep going keep going so we we're through almost, I think, almost three season one. I think we have one or two more. It is so good. And if the other seasons are better, I can't even I've imagine. Heard. It's um, wonderful. I just want to say, Eugene Levy's son. Yes, who looks like Eugene it. Levy, but who's a hot, hot. A hot Eugene, a hot, Eugene well, Levy. Well, I bet Eugene Levy was hot when he was younger. He is I'd so wonderful, Eugene Levy, so people. good. And also, he's created the show. So, like, you know all the stuff is coming from his brain, right. and there's something there that feels really magical and good. I um, I really liked... Um, so, I watched Dirty John, like, on Bravo, mm-hmm. like, this past year, and I really love kind of, like, a true crime story, as I think most of America does. But what I just watched, like, very randomly last oh. week... Um, oh, wow, is that the sound That's wine. of wine? Listen to that. That's nice. That's the sound of happiness. So I watched um, Escape from Danamara this yes, past year. Yes. And had this like reawakening about Patricia Arquette. And mm-hmm. I was like, shit, girl. And she just did this show on Hulu called The Act. And it's her as the lead, Chloe Sevigny, Juliette Lewis is in it. It is the most amazing cast, and it's based on this true story that I was obsessed with a few years ago in the media about this woman who had this like sickly invalid daughter in a wheelchair that was fed through a feeding tube and was like dying. But it was all like, um, uh, it was all Munchausen by proxy. Yolanda. It was, but it was, the story is crazy. It's eight episodes, it goes quick. But it's sort of like a made-for-TV movie, but with 
like Juliette Lewis and Chloe Sevigny and Patricia Arquette. It's amazing. And the girl that's like the lead who plays Gypsy Rose uh-huh. is this girl who's like had a career. She's only 18, but she's like super little and tiny. But like she, she's played off as being like 12 and she's uh. like 18. It, the story is insane. I only say this because if you watched Escape from Danamora, like Patricia Arquette again in this show. The rise. But she like disappears in this kind of like overweight, like weird bayou mom who is bananas. And so fucking bananas that created this like crazy situation. However, creates like heart where like you're like, I kind of get it. Right. The the whole thing is amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. The act, it's on Hulu. It is amazing. And if you're into true crime stories, if you're into like these weird stories, because ultimately there was a murder. Ultimately there was, it got so fucking crazy. But it was so good. So my theory on Hulu is that it's the new Lifetime television for Yes. Women. Just because I think between Handmaid's Tale, just Lifetime, not but, just for. But women. do you remember it was called? It Lifetime. used to be. But I think Hulu is kind of pushing into. Right, that. But, but but I'm also like Lifetime was Lifetime for women and like gay men. But listen, their original stuff it was. on Hulu is the Hallmark movies. No, on Hulu. On Hulu, their original stuff is that show that you just talked about. The act. It's Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale. It's Pen Fifteen. Well, and I want to talk to you about it's Pen Fifteen. The Eddie Bryan show called. Shrill. Shrill, which we both just watched, yeah. which is amazing. Shrill. Let's do Shrill first. So I went to South by Southwest, and I saw Eddie Bryan interview oh, um, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. And, you know, Elizabeth Banks is the producer of that show, or executive producer. And amazing. And, like, the power in that conversation between those two women was amazing. Elizabeth Banks is someone who, like, I really like. But I was a little like, oh, I'm scared of her. Like, she's Well, you probably intense. should be. She's intense. And you know, she's our friend Alyssa Santos-Abrams loves her so She's very truthful, and she's very um, confident in what she does. And A.D. Bryant is, you know, so she was on SNL, and her, she was the interviewer, and she said, like, I got on SNL, and I was like, I've made it, I've done it, it's going to be a thing. And all the scripts that came in were like, she was like the fat friend. She was like the girl who was always sort of made fun of, like all those things. And she was like, this is not what I wanted. Like, this is not my thing. And obviously, as an has given her a huge, huge range of, of space characters. and characters. And um, Elizabeth Banks and her team read Shrill, the book. And the first thought was, it has to be A.D. Bryant, because Elizabeth Banks has been on... SNL with A.D. Bryant many times, and they're friends. And A.D. Bryant says, like, you gave me this huge opportunity, and, like, thank you so much. And Elizabeth Banks was like, yeah, sure, but you made that show. And I, I have to say, there's an abortion in the second episode, right? And that was a big topic of conversation in their interview, but it's amazing. It's amazing to, like, what they were getting at and what I agree with, but I never would have thought of honestly on my own, is, like, that, like, the fat girl gets an abortion, that the fat girl actually has the space to have sex with someone and it goes wrong and she gets an abortion. And I think 
even that sort of statement alone was enormous and huge. And then it just, there's, what, six or seven more episodes, and it's all amazing. You know, I also watch Barry. Do you watch yes, Barry? Yes, of course. So when we talk about Shrill and Eddie Bryant, and we talk about Barry, I think about these people from SNL who are not the the giant breakout stars, right. but these like really specific character people. And like working in the corners. But, but like you, the that you might not expect to like hold a whole show together. Yeah. And you know, as someone who worked on SNL for a year, you know, in the writing department, it is people who both appreciate and love the show. I know that everybody on that show is a genius. And Not is, everybody, but... But most of the people, and most of those people are probably worthy of something. Other. But, but, but it's always interesting to see where they land. When you leave SNL, where do you go? When you're Jimmy Fallon and you first leave SNL, you do that taxi cab movie <laughs> with Queen Latifah, <laughs> and it's shit. And... And Jimmy Fallon found his place. It certainly wasn't being a movie star no. or, or being a star of an HBO show. Jimmy Fallon's an amazing like host, but but A.D. Bryant, who's still on the show, yeah. But for for Bill Hader and for Barry, someone who left the show, not leaving the show is like the hottest, biggest star. But to create this show like Barry, which he created, which right. is his show. Which is so amazing, which has given also one of your authors and friends, Henry Winkler, an opportunity right. again to show the world that, like, he's not the Fonz, but, like, he's an actor. Oh, and, God, like, totally. And Henry Winkler is amazing on amazing. that show. But they're all amazing, and I, I really like that show, too. And Ariane, our good friend has said to me recently, she's like, Barry is giving me the life that mm-hmm. I need right now. It really is. I love that show. Barry's another one. And I'm like, yes, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. So Mike, our friend Mike, told me about Pen15. So this weekend when I was at my house in the Hamptons, I, I, you know, I spend most of those weekends just sitting around alone, like binge-watching things mm-hmm. that people have told me about. So I put on Pen15 and I watched the first episode and I didn't understand what it was. Yeah. At first. And I didn't understand that, like, these two adult women are playing right. teenagers because they look... Also, the Asian they, one, you can tell so she's bound. Well. Like, you can see it sometimes in her clothes that she's bound, her boobs are bound. It's so good. I watched the first episode. I didn't want to watch the second one right away. I don't know if I'm going to finish the whole season, but I will say, good for those two comedians. They went to NYU. They are two like weird girls that became friends. And who the, shared a story. The, the white girl has worked. She was on Rosewood or some big show. Yep. The Asian girl, not so much. But the, like us, they're friends from NYU who have come back together. And they made this really interesting show that actually represents the awkwardness of like those years so well. Yes, but I my challenge to you is actually you should finish it. I will. Because I, will. I think I, I will that um, there two or three episodes in, it actually there's one episode, I think as a man, that's hard to watch just because it's very foreign to who I, at least I am. But I loved that they did it. It's about masturbation. And it was really sort of fantastic to watch because the fact that they did it was so incredible. 
but it was uncomfortable. Like, it's uncomfortable for me as a 45-year-old man to watch it. Well, However, it's so well done. And then the arc of the, of the show is not about, like, being a girl in the 90s. It's actually about friendship. Of course. And where it ends is so beautiful and smart and wonderful that I think... They've ticked, like, 14 boxes. But but I will tell you, even in the first episode, what I realized is that it's about friendship. It is. And 100%. those two girls are like, I think you're amazing. You're gorgeous. Like, it's about, like, the power that friendship has to get you through, like, your worst times. Absolutely. And that's why I like it. But speaking of masturbation... Oh. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when Denise yeah. Richards talks about getting a happy ending massage. Have you... <laughs> Are you behind or no, have you I'm seen not, it? I'm not behind. What do you think about that? Listen, America, I was taught about a happy ending massage by this friend of ours. And it's it's an uncomfortable thing, but I understand how happy ending massages happen in the world of men. I honestly, I had no idea that it happened for women. That like a woman could go get a happy ending massage. But I will say, massage. do you remember? And I'm also a little bit like, yes, Denise Richards, thank you for just like getting us out of loosey goosey apple juicy and like making it real. Right, talk about. But do you remember on Desperate Housewives years ago? Um, oh God, uh. What's Nicolette Sheridan character. No. Oh. The woman who was on, I'm blanking on her name, she was on um, Six Feet Under as the mother. She was a client of... Connie Francis? The big, handsome guy uh, uh, who Fish, went blind. Uh, uh, what's her name, the mother? Uh, it's not Connie Francis, no, no, for no. sure. Fisher. Uh, who went blind. The guy, remember the husband went blind yeah. on Desperate Housewives and he became a masseuse. Yes. And he would give her a happy ending sort of yes. by accident. And... What's her name? The beautiful one who's married to like a lady. Eva Longoria. Yes. She was the wife to that right, guy. Right. Uh, diddled during their <laughs> massages. <laughs> and all the girls were like, woo, 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 what? And Especially I'm like. Kyle. Kyle was not, Kyle was not having right, it. Right. Also, Kyle always is like so like, she's so vanilla and like, have you seen your husband? I, mean, I just want to say a little bit, I feel like if we were casting it, I would be Kyle. She doesn't like outdoors. She doesn't want to climb things. She's gorgeous, just like you. She's gorgeous. No, She's I, got I, a hot husband. No, I, I do feel a little bit like I'm Kyle sometimes, but not in this category. Listen, I would support, I have always loved Kyle that. and also feel a little bit like Kyle. However, all the women Kyle were like... Kyle like, you know, she gets the sweats. All the women were like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and Erica I, Jane was like a happy ending. Yeah, I get yeah. all the time. And I'm also like, P.S. Erica Jane, you become so boring this She's season. So boring. And meanwhile, Denise Richards, who basically looks like a trailer park hooker, but well, I, don't, I know I don't agree with that. I think she looks like a real girl. Me too. Especially but, compared to these but I, women. But I, I, I say that in jest because I think she's beautiful, and I think that like she just looks real, even more real than like Teddy tried to be real her first. But season. now Teddy is glam. Right. But like Denise Richards literally is like. I've been through it. I'm kind of rich. She has been through it. I'm kind of rich. Yeah. I'm kind of not. I've got this hot new husband. He's so cute. I'm oh having God. sex. Aaron. I know. Mm. And I've had a happy ending massage, ladies, and I'm not apologizing. I love it. By a lady, too. That right. was interesting. Right. I love it. Well, that's also about in The Real Housewives of New York when Barbara and Bethany like made out. Like, there's Barbara. I don't know. 
I don't know about Barbara. I mean, I... If Barbara was here right now, we'd have a good time. I would have a great time with her, but in that show, I don't totally get... I don't get it totally. You know what other show? That, not to be a Ramona, but I don't get it. You know, I don't really either. But they, they need they need people. They have to keep bringing people I know, I know. The same way like Camille. Oh, wait. All right, I have one second on Camille. And All right, then we're quick, because I, I wanted to do one Camille, other thing. Camille, what are you doing? Listen. What are you doing? What are you thinking? And I'm sorry, but you're not, you're not really smart. So, like, no. shush. Also, like, Camille gets so upset about things the way a smart person would get upset about things. But, like, she's not smart, she's not smart. and her arguments and are always so weak. And when she was weak. with Denise over that dinner or whatever, and Denise kept on saying, like, oh, and she kept on talking. It's like they show the cut of, like, this and this, and Camille's going on and on. And but Denise thinks she's thing. a bitch. I mean, here's Denise is, like, she's a nasty girl. Also, she was like, I used a strap-on for what of my... my ex. Is it Kelsey, Kelsey. Grammer? Does Kelsey yes. Grammer like a strap-on? Yes. Blood? Whenever she says my ex, she's talking about Kelsey. She just can't say his name contractually. Like, I think she said my ex in New York. I felt no. like she was trying to, like... No, I think she did. I think there was, like, a thing of, like, she's trying to be, like, it's not Kelsey Grammer. It's Kelsey <laughs> Grammer. It is. So Kelsey Grammer likes to, likes to get like fucked a up the plastic ass with thing a up his dildo. butt. Okay, who does that? you? What man doesn't like a finger up the butt? <laughs> Listen, um... Oh, my God. Real Housewives. Oh, I, wait, I wanted to say something about another show. Oh, one other show that you and I both watch, and lately I've been watching it reluctantly, and I actually am one behind because I had to catch up on two. Yeah. But like, New Amsterdam. Wait, I'm, like, four behind because I actually kind of, like, I, there were two snowstorms in a row. Well, what the snowstorm like, is over, but now it's, like, cancer has gotten so bad. But he's so And cute. I'm just, like, a giant eye roll to that show. But I can't stop watching but it. Wait, can I ask And when I was question? watching it on tape yesterday, on I was tape. kind of like, why? Okay. Why? And it's Not because... Either. Back in the day, I was an ER watcher, and it's like, I love a medical drama. And I'm not going to watch... this is not a medical drama. It is a medical drama. But it's a drama set in a medical Right, but, they, but there's surgeries every yeah, episode. but it's not like... No, it's a medical drama. They're like, this, and this... Every episode, there's a new patient that needs a treatment. I mean, it's a medical show. It's not a police show. Wait a minute. It's not an EMT Listen show. It's a medical drama. It's a drama, drama. set in a medical setting. What happened to this? Medical is us? Drama. It's not been on in weeks. No, the or, finale happened. I missed it all. I don't know. My DVR stopped taping it. Well, because it wait, ended like it? a month ago. Wait, what was it? Was it the wedding? The bird that she had the baby, yeah. and then the baby was like, yeah, oh right, the baby was sick, and, and then the baby kind of was stuff. okay. Yeah. See, I don't even remember because I don't even care. Are you sure it's done? It's done. Oh, then I saw them all. You okay. saw them. Oh, it didn't feel a like a big ending. ending. I know. What? This is the thing, and we've talked about this before, but this is becoming this new thing. Do I need they to have... renewed, by the way, for three seasons. But, three. Right, but do I need cable anymore? Can I just have the ABC app and watch it? Like, uh, most of the shows I watch are not on network TV. But I'm a flippy doodle. I like to flip. I'm, I'm paying for cable. I'm going to pay my $250 a month right, for cable I and internet. I have three homes. So, three plus or whatever but it's But so what you can do... So if I pay for cable here in this apartment, yeah. when I go to the Hamptons, yeah. I have all the apps. You just have to sign in via yeah. your cable. So do that. So I don't need cable in that house. And let's end this right now. I want us to give our top five or six must-see shows right now based okay. on how we're feeling. Five or six each this or five or no, six total. together. So go. 
The OA, seasons one and two. Dead to Me, season one. Fosse Burden. The Act on Hulu, starring Patricia Arquette. Girl, come on our podcast. Pen 15. The Real Housewives franchise. Just to keep it real, but bitches. Not all of them. Not Potomac. And not o- OA. O- Orange County. O-O-C. You know what? <laughs> Listen, if, if when Ariane is here as a special guest... Like, that's how she got started. She still loves Orange County. I don't watch Orange County, really. But if it's on, I'll watch it, but fine. But if you want a little bit of, like, loosey-goosey, apple-juicy in your life, watch The Housewives. I will say that I've really been enjoying this season of Project Runway. Totally gave up on it. Oh, did you? Carly Kloss. Right. Snores. I know, but I do love me some Christian Siriano. Hashtag Christian Siriano. Come on our podcast. All right. Okay. Everybody. It's our well, Lucy Goosey Apple Juice. It, it's our it's our like halftime halftime quick. Like this is what you should be watching Four this week. Four and a half people. May May 13th, 2019. Tune in or tune out. All right. Bye guys. Mm-hmm.